From the simplest to the most complex electrical applications, Jackson Electric has the knowledge, the experience, and the reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or requirement. Jackson Electric's expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems. Residential, commercial, industrial, agriculture. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, Jackson Electric does it all at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Face it, you don't want to do your own plumbing and heating work or repair. You need a professional, and that is exactly what you will get if you work with RAP Plumbing and Heating. Being fully licensed, bonded, and insured, you can rest assured that they will take care of your repairs and maintenance in the very best way possible. Call RAP Plumbing and Heating at 429-1196 and rest easy knowing it'll be done right. This is Dan Rapp with RAP Plumbing and Heating. And as we like to say, if you find a leak, let me take a peek. From Sheridan Media News, it's time for Open Line Friday. Your chance to join the conversation and talk about what you want to talk about. Call the Jackson Electric Open Line at 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. And now your host for Open Lines, Ron Richter and Aaron Palmer. And good morning on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Aaron Palmer, Ron Richter, and we've, we've over the last week, this week, and probably next week, we're going to do some just lighthearted stuff. Festivus. And happy ho-ho and all that stuff. You get into Festivus? Yeah. No. Are you serious? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You don't like Seinfeld? I watched it occasionally. I wasn't really a big Oh, good fan. grief, Aaron. But, you know, I've heard of it. Seinfeld is the best sitcom ever created in the history of television. <laughs> Besides Cheers. Oh, Cheers is probably... Cheers was good. Yeah. I, I did watch that. Anyway. So, Festivus, tell us about that. Oh, it's just a uh, airing of grievances on the 23rd of December. And okay. um, you put up a, an aluminum pole for your tree. Feats of strength at the uh, dinner table. It's all good fun. <laughs> I may have to go back and watch that. It, it, the episode, I believe... It is not it, there has nothing to do with Festivus. It's, it, well, I mean, it is, of course, but I mean, it's called the Green Dot. Oh, or okay. the Red Dot. I have to, maybe it's the Red Dot. I don't know, but well, it's find yeah. it and send me the link. We we watch it every year on the twenty third Festivus for the rest of us. Uh huh. That's George that Costanza's dad started the uh, tradition when he was young because he had a a a loathing for the Christmas. traditional Christmas and the commercialism of it. Well, that would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. best of us, man. It's for the rest of us. Gotcha. All right. Well, we better get started here. We're well, like I said, we're <laughs> talking about Christmas and next year, next next year, next it'll be, week. It'll be next year. It'll soon. be next year. Yeah, it's soon. crazy. Anyway, next week we're going to talk probably a little bit about you know New Year's resolutions and that kind of stuff. I think that's what we yeah. decided we we're going to do. But anyway, interesting stuff. I did. Let's let's go ahead and do the poll question. Poll question. Yes. Just it, to let people it, know what question. we're talking about. Um. When do, oh, the first Northern Bank of Wyoming uh, weekly poll question on uh, sharedmedia.com is when do you do most of your holiday shopping? And the week of Christmas got the most votes, almost That's half of the crazy. votes, 42%. Um, and then you know what's odd it, is we got week of Christmas and then the second place is year round. Yeah. 
So it's that's what my wife tomato, does. She'll tomato. find something in June and pick it up and hide it. In the you closet. know, I, I get ideas in June, right? But yeah, that's actually a uh, that's a great idea to actually get it then. Yeah. Then, but see, my problem is I'd forget about it. It'd be in the closet and it'd be like January. Yes, oh, I forgot to wrap it and give it. November and December rolls around, then all those ideas I had in June and July are <laughs> literally gone. And <laughs> no it's like, kidding. what about this squishy eye? But um. And then Black Friday came in third with 12% of the votes. Christmas Eve, 6%. And then uh, only two votes, 1% Christmas in July. I have, at times, very few, but during the, during, over, over my lifetime, had to go out on Christmas Eve to get gifts because I messed up and forgot. Yes, I, I think. But generally, I take care of it before. Yep, same but, here. I try to leave Christmas Eve to just... Yeah, just enjoying relax, the, the day exactly. and, and whatnot. What's crazy, in some of the information that I found on the internet, which we'll get into in the show, but it was interesting because the the belief is that men are traditionally the crazy ones that wait till the like the procrastinators. Week, yep, yes, you know the right before Christmas, and that's not the case. Yeah. It happens, right? But it's almost an even split between men and women that do that, right? It's just that we don't see that. Like, my wife doesn't do that. Do you like Christmas shopping? It depends. You know, I mean, I don't like going into the shops and being hip deep in people. Because <laughs> it's like trying to wade through a herd of cattle. Yes. But but that's part of it, I guess. So, you know, if, the, if they have, there are certain stores that I avoid. And I won't name because you know what you're getting right, into exactly yes. because it's more like the the herding through waiting through the herd of cattle <laughs> like cattle but, they run, <laughs> <laughs> but you know going into the small mom and pop shops things that you know and, and you get in my opinion sometimes even better gifts than oh you I agree would because I agree. you find like one of a, one of a kind item or something that not everyone else is standing in line with. You know, yes. you go to certain box stores and you're standing in line and they have the same thing in their carts that you do. Yes. And which is fine, you know, especially when you have kids, you yes. know, get the popular the, the kid, toys. The kids want the, the toy of the year type right. stuff. But if you you're know. standing there with, you know, a gift for your wife and, you, you know, the dude in, in line in front of you has got the same thing. It's like, wow, you know, what did he do? Yeah. Follow me all through the store. But I thought, the smaller mom and, sh- mom and pop shops are the ones that I generally. I, I totally with. agree. I, I mean, that that's kind of how I am too. Yeah. I, I like Christmas shopping. I like the whole spirit of it and whatnot, and and going out and mingling and whatnot. But uh, when it gets to be like, you know, people are like giving you a little shoulder shove to grab mm-hmm. that latest Barbie. It's like, come on, man. Yeah. Seriously, really. Yep. And when you're, you know, people don't pay attention, especially that time of year. Oh, they got no, their carts I, and they and they. Block the aisleways. Trust like, me, I, I was, I was biting lips the other day. <laughs> Let me ask you this: how much how much shopping do you do online? Not terribly a lot. There are a few things I have to get because That's I exactly can't find them locally. Right. Um, but primarily, I try to do everything locally. And, yeah. and kind of like what you said is is you find more unique gifts, right? Um, I don't know because I don't shop in, in Buffalo, but I know downtown Sheridan. There's a lot of stores that have pretty interesting, unique things. That, mm-hmm. Like you said, sure. that, you know, not 250 people, you know, are going standing to, in line with, yeah, right. are going to get the exact same thing. Right. But, yeah, I, I just, if I need to, yes, but I would rather shop downtown <clears throat> or locally, you know, in, <clears throat> excuse me, a frog in my throat, um, 
said Festivus curse, but um, <laughs> yeah, because there are, there's just so many more unique things and I like to, you know, keep the money local. Yeah. Buffalo is obviously smaller, but they still have the mom and pop shops that are there have interesting gifts as well. Right. And so, you know, I try to hit both, you know, um, come up to Sheridan and, and see certain stores and same thing with Buffalo and, but I do shop online. Um, not as much as I think today's day people, and age, but you it, just have you, to you almost, a lot of, you almost can't right, some things. For some I mean, things. Like I said, I, I, I try to get as much as I can mm-hmm. and what I can't, that's what I turn to. Exactly. But um, there's, you know, even groceries, you know, certain things that like they're one of the things that I really well, like is stash tea, the, the brand stash and it's from Portland and I know I grew up there. So it's a company that I grew up with. And I don't mind, you know, other teas that you know, other people have in stores. But I used to be able to find the stash tea in in Sheridan and Buffalo Bowl. And now you can't. And now I can't. Yeah. I don't know why. The company still exists, so I have to go online and buy it directly from them. Yeah. Because that's my that's my Earl Grey. Right. Stash Earl, Earl, Earl Grey. Tea it, that is about, tea. Yeah. Right. But you, you, but you, you dig the, mm-hmm. the. It's called stash, like mustache. No, no, stash, like you're stashing oh, your tea away. Okay. And, and they make an Earl Grey that is just to die for. And minor differences in how it's manufactured. It, to me, it just tastes better. This is becoming a learning program. It is. I had no idea. Yeah. Stash tea. Now I'm going to look into tea. it. Do they have like, a, do they have like a, a relaxing, sleepy time? They have tea? everything. They make okay. everything. I'll check it um, out. They have, oh, I don't know, my wife has the the herb teas and all that. Right. And right. they have those as well. And like ginger teas and this, I like that, the peppermint green tea. teas, peppermint teas, all kinds of stuff. Sweet. But they have an English breakfast tea and a, and a, an Earl Grey that I get. And I can't, like I said, I can't get it right locally. So, so have, I have to order it. And no I get options. like these, you know, $75 <laughs> boxes full of teas <laughs> and do those like twice. What I struggle with, Aaron, yours is the tea. Mine is the music. Yeah. I mean, I, I miss Tower Records. I, I miss record stores. Yeah. And when I say record stores, I know, you know, it's not vinyl anymore. But I mean, I mean, I miss music stores that yeah. sell music. You yeah. can go buy CDs, albums. And I know the younger generation are like, what's that? Well, you know, right. they, well, you it's not overly compressed maybe. junk right. that you listen to now. Kerrang. Do you remember Kerrang? Yep. I do. Walking into Tower Records, and that was where I was introduced to a lot of the music. That was the magazine. Yeah. That was that was where was, you found yep. out who all the, the groups. Up, that yep. was where I heard about Def Leppard for the first time before anybody in the you know in the U.S. before they were popular I, in the U.S. I, I I was out as a twelve year old kid. Now I'm dating myself, but I was out in uh, California for a month in 1986, mm-hmm. and that is where I heard of Metallica for the first time. 1986. Um, they had just released Master of Puppets, and I was out there in the summer of 86, and they literally had, like, huge displays in the music stores and the malls and whatnot. And I'm like, who are these guys? And this is a cool, cool font. I, yeah. I liked the font. I liked the way they wrote their name and the cover of Master of Puppets, so I bought it, and it blew me away as a 12-year-old kid. I was yeah. like, what in? And that's what happened a lot of times. You'd go through, and you'd be filtering through and you would just come and across, come across something yep. that just, you know, stuck out like a sore thing. And that's like, been eliminated. That's that's been eliminated with yep. digital music. Yep. And now now this poor generation has this force fed junk they have to listen to. 
it was we miss a lot of things. I miss the malls too. Going yeah. to Tower Records, getting an Orange Julius, blah blah blah. We're getting way off. Yeah, that's. <laughs> We're gonna take left, a quick break. We're really gonna get into the discussion on Christmas. We're gonna take a quick break. We'll come back and get on that right after this. Sheridan City resident, now's the time to sign up to receive critical emergency alerts from the city on your cell phone. Get information on severe weather, snow removal parking requirements, service outages, and more. The city's goal is for every city resident to sign up and receive these time-sensitive notifications, and now's the best time to do it. For more information and to sign up, scan the QR code in this week's Country Bounty or click the link on SheridanMedia.com. Magic Melanie here with First Northern Bank, Sheridan Honda, and Power Sports Pro Football Pick'em. Here's what happened in the KROE studio this week. Andrew, eight points. Jeez, Bob, you didn't want to hear me give my picks this week. <laughs> Nobody does, Andrew. Oh, oh, sorry. That was kind of mean. I'm sorry. Hey, maybe, maybe it'll be a great comeback story. Andrew is actually still in the hunt. Andrew, if you, if you hit it strong, which is highly unlikely. Oh, um, oh. what are we doing, Andrew? <laughs> My friend, that's not bad. You're still in the hunt, though. You really are. Do I have to be perfect, though? No, you no. do not. <laughs> not <with song. laughs> 129, Andrew. You're still there. Candice Ice Baby here with Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Play along with us every week for a chance to win a prize. This week, it's a $100 gift card to the Warehouse Gastro Pub. Just go to the contest page on SheridanMedia.com and click on the Pro Football Pick'em banner. Jackson Electric Open Line Friday, Ron Richter, Aaron Palmer, and uh, we got off on a tangent on the I side ha- there. I have to uh, clarify something that I said earlier. I don't have any. I'm audioless. Yeah, I, I can't hear either. I don't know what happened. Are we on? Okay, well, we'll just go with it then. We can hear each other in the... The Festivus the episode is called The Strike. The strike. Yes. Okay. I, I, I said the uh, the red dot. I think that's another holiday episode, if I'm correct. I don't know. Huh. Okay. But the strike is the uh, season nine, episode 10. That is the one you want to watch tomorrow. Okay. I'll, look, I'll, I'll look at that. Um, again, the uh, poll question was talking about when they do shopping. Let me wrangle it up here. <clears throat> Yeah, when do you do most of your holiday shopping? Uh, week of Christmas was the number one, overwhelmingly 42%. Uh, oh, there we go. There we go. And um, We're playing with the board, sorry. Year-round, 39%, which I, I I find funny. You know, week of Christmas, right. 42%. And then the uh, second place was uh, year-round with 39% of the votes. Uh, what kind of surprised me was Black Friday. Only 12% said they do their Christmas shopping on Black Friday. and then, Which, if you see all the advertisements where everybody's, oh, go, go, come see us on Black Friday. It seems like the whole world's there on Black Friday. I've Not never case. in my entire life purchased have, a Christmas item on Black Friday. No, never. Neither have I. And, and now, and, and, I'm usually and, recovering from the turkey overload. It isn't a, a, a so much conscious decision as I just never did. I never bought into that, and I always tried to avoid that. I used to work at the Mall of America, 
in uh, Minnesota. So I know what Black Friday is all about, and it's not fun. Um, um, honestly, it just is not. I yeah. mean, you see some some bad things out of human beings on Black Friday. Yeah. Um, anyway, so but now that I've made it this far, far and now it is kind of conscious that I'm like, I will never buy something on black friday it is like like just my my goal yes yes it's in spite you yeah. know but i mean yes i i saw the i saw things man i'm telling you yes, yes. we've all seen the movies where you know the well, shoppers are the just movies, acting crazy the, yeah, the yeah the, but they're, it's based on r- true life r- running over grandma to get right. in the store so they can get the latest uh you know hoop de doo yeah whatever it is well i did some interesting things oh by the way Open lines. We're we're talking about this. If you want to chime in or you have something you want to talk about, the numbers to call 674-4443 or 672-5763. We'll talk about your topic as well. Um, but I did some research on this, and I this is right in line with our poll, which is crazy. But Christmas shopping. Here's what America really gets done. This is from YouGov.com. Okay. And it says, Americans like to get their holiday shopping done early, generally. On average, nearly a quarter, 25 or 24% of Americans do their holiday shopping in late November, early December. I wouldn't classify that as early, but I guess it's not last minute. It's not Christmas Eve. Right. So I guess or that's, Festivus. Right. So I guess that's what's classified as early. Um, according to YouGov consumer data going back to 2015, of Americans say they have shopped for some gifts on Black Friday and Cyber Monday. For some, the shopping season never ends. 16% of Americans do their holiday shopping year-round. Now, here's the interesting thing. They have their pie charts and everything up there, which, of course, I had to get into. 8% of Americans, according to their poll, um, shop on Black Friday or Cyber Monday. 24% early December, late, excuse me, late November, early December. 16%, 16%, two to three weeks before Christmas, which still fine. That's, I guess, what they classify early. The week before Christmas, 9%. Mm. Christmas Eve, 2%, which gets back to... I think that's actually saying. what we had for Christmas Eve was 2% as well. Check quick. Oh, okay. 6%. Oh. It was 2% for Christmas in July. Oh. After the holidays have passed, 1%. Do their Christmas shopping. Yeah. I actually know After, people that do that. Because I guess they have sales, sales. on all the stuff that yeah. didn't get out the door before Christmas. Um, throughout the year until mid-November, 16% don't know, 2%, there's always those, and didn't purchase gifts for the holidays at all, 23%. <laughs> really? Yep. <laughs> Does that fall under the people that don't celebrate Christmas, I guess. Must yeah, that and the Ebenezer Scrooges of the right. world, you know, right. because there are there are they're out there. I mean, and, and that's fine. That's your prerogative. You right. can do whatever you want if you, you know. But yeah, and there are people that don't celebrate Christmas. I mean, that's just how it is. Oh, I'm looking at James, and he's giving us the uh, little sign for the phone call sign. The phone call sign. Ring, ring. We have a caller. Caller, you're on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Go ahead. Hey, I'm bringing you back to the Tower of Records vortex. Oh, because I was loving that. I remember going into a Tower of Records in California for the first time, Uh and it was just, you know, kill me. I am happy this is heaven. I've made it. (laughs) Yeah. It it was just 
so amazing, as as well as a, a Virgin Records. And one time, there was a Tower Records in New Orleans, three levels. Come on. I mean, uh-huh. it, it, it was fantastic. And I was blessed. Okay, so talking about dating yourself, I was blessed to have worked at Eli's Records and Tapes. Eli's? Uh, Eli's. Yes. And it, um, that and Centennial Theater, the best jobs I ever had. Huh, nice. Oh, my gosh. They were just fantastic. So thank you for bringing that uh, memory up. And I still play me, a lot of the vinyl. This. I've got a ton of it. Let me ask you this real quick, because Ron and I were talking in the, during the break. And I grew up in Portland. And, of course, there were Tower Records all over you know, the city of Portland. And they mm-hmm. had one, well, they had many, but the the one that I always went to, there was a, a company called Music Millennium, which was local. And it had been there since, <clears throat> excuse me, the 60s. And it just continued all during the 70s and the 80s. And I think they finally shut down in the early 2000s. But they had records, tapes, you know, everything. Plus, they had a head shop in the back. So Perfect. you could get, you know, all kinds of stuff. You could get posters, you could get t-shirts, you could get all kinds of mm-hmm. stuff, which Tower Records had the same thing, but Music Millennium just seemed like it was, you could find the more obscure stuff yes. there. Uh, ours was Budget Tapes and Records. Yes, in, in we Bismarck, had one of those in, in Portland, Bismarck, North Dakota, Budget yeah. Tapes and Records, and the guy, the long-haired dude that knew everything about music, his name oh, was yeah. Keith, yep. and it was like, that's where I went to find out anything about any record, any album, yep. any new band, any old band. You could band. ask that dude questions. Keith, yep. Keith yep. was the ever-knowing knowledge source of music so i get that what i was getting at why i wanted you to stick around is uh when you were in california did you did you see the same thing at the tower records there they had head shops and whatever else yeah, yeah. yes and of course that was the first time i did no it wasn't because but anyway i do remember that uh, there was a budget tapes and records up in billings mm. yeah in, years in the and years there. ago yeah. right about that mall, same time there. It, no, it, it was on. It was over um, by. Um, gosh, was it on Grand? Yeah, Broadwater. Yes. And yeah, and it it was fantastic, and that was actually the first head shop experience. But yeah, and there was the same type of guy there. Yeah. Would just tell you, know everything. But then, also getting back to Eli's records and tapes. There was, I remember when that first opened and Jen's in high school working at Centennial Theater and Eli's opened up right next door. I mean, again, movies and music, you know, great combo. That was, that was just my perfect little square of the world. (laughs) And there was a guy by the name of Steve Smith and I can't remember. I I would have to ask uh, some of my chums with whom I worked, where he came from, but anyway, and opened that store. And that guy, I mean, he just had one of those cool, smooth radio voices. Oh, yeah. And he he could tell you anything about music. And, I mean, we would just gather around and, like, you know, he was just some music god or something. But, oh, yeah, and I, you know... And the thing is, I, you know, I don't begrudge anybody for their music or whatever, but I have to admit, anybody today growing up and just kind of getting into music, I feel so sad for them. Yep. And I mean this seriously, that they didn't experience that 
as we did. Remember going in there, the big catalog and the phonolog? Yep. And looking in there and trying to find, and if you found something that was, you know, being able to order it and, yep. Yep. and the liner notes and everything. And, and I honestly, I do. I think it's sad that they didn't get to experience that. And I thank God that I wasn't born any later. Now, you know? now caller, you mentioned uh, you have a, a, a vast um, collection of vinyl. Um, and, and I know a lot mm-hmm. of us, I, I do too as well, you know, but I grew up, you know, in the CD era, now digital, yada, yada. But I, I grew up with tapes and vinyl, you know, I wasn't mm-hmm. so much a track, but I was a cassette tape guy. Now cassette tapes, they just didn't, you know, they, we won't even go there. But anyway, vinyls, vinyls <laughs> great. And, 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 yeah. and, you know, there's a lot of people that laugh when I mention vinyl and it's like, but, but do you understand what dynamic range is in music? Because it, it, those yeah. are the, you know, because... You cannot get the dynamic range in music listening to that little compressed, overly tin-sounding junk that you call music. It, it has yeah, to be yep. on vinyl, and it, that's where you get dynamic range. That's, that's what music is all about. It, it's, it's sound waves. Yes, exactly. And, you know, one of my... Well, here's another thing. I have, I have four turntables. <laughs> You know, one of them is with a, you know, component system right. and then different. But anyway, that's, that's, uh, <laughs> that's yeah, awesome. I have, hole, I have but, one too. But one that's of them was, I remember getting the linear tracking and, oh my gosh, it was it just amazing to watch that arm mm-hmm. go across as a vinyl. But no, I mean, you were just right. It's just I, they just don't get it. I mean, and that is really where audiophile comes from. Yes. You Ron know, and I talked about this last week. Term. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Ron and I talked about this last week where vinyl, it, it, there's just a, a warmth to it. Yes. That, that the yeah. you know CDs and tapes and whatnot just can't deliver. Yes. And, you know, I remember growing up and buying albums and just being meticulous to make sure that we didn't get scratches on them. You remember that? Because <laughs> yes, I cleaned that. Hey, I, I cleaned my vinyl. Yep. You know, I haven't mm-hmm. listened to them in quite a while, but I was so my my buddies would come over and they'd want no 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 no. I'd tell them to get away from there because I was just very careful with my albums. I literally just listened to Elvis Blue Christmas on vinyl last weekend. Crazy. Yep. I still got a lot of stuff oh. old forty fives that my that yep. my parents had. They're great. Stuff that oh, you would never yes, find anymore. No, and that is so true. And and I'm the same way with it. You know, and I still have the vinyl cleaners and everything goes across mm-hmm. there. And, yep. and all of this stuff. I'm very meticulous <laughs> about, you know, putting it in the sleeve and then putting it in a yep. way so it's not yep. going to slip out. Yep. And mm-hmm. making sure you take all the plastic off to remove the yep. static. Yep. And sure, am I borderline OCD? You bet. I don't care. But you have but to be when back it comes to my albums. Yes, exactly. It, but it, it, taught yeah, us, it taught us attention to detail. Yeah. Is what it did. And just taking care of our stuff. Yes. So, anyway, again, I'm sorry to pull you into the No, vortex, that's fine. Thanks for the walk down memory lane. Excited. Yeah, that was great. Yes. And Festivus. God bless you, man. Yep. Merry, Merry yeah, Merry Christmas. We, we just had a festivist dinner the other night. Nice. So Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Well, thanks, caller. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take another quick break right there. We're going to come back and get back onto Christmas, even though the 
vinyl talk was fun. But it's we Christmassy. It is. It is. All right. We'll be back. Jackson Electric Open Line Friday right after this. Jackson Electric and you'll feel the power. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, call Jackson Electric. Commercial, residential, agricultural, it makes no difference. Call Jackson Electric. Jackson Electric does high efficiency LED lighting and fire alarm systems installation. Wiring a home, wiring a business, new electrical service, or enlarging existing surface. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. It's that special time of year to spread holiday cheer and spend time with family, friends, and those you hold dear. Hi, this is Erin Nagurski with First Northern Bank, and this holiday season, we are extra thankful for our customers and community for making this year at First Northern Bank a wonderful one. From our family to yours, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. First Northern Bank of Wyoming, your community bank since 1885. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Hi, Wyoming. It's Congresswoman Harriet Hageman. What a beautiful year in Wyoming. I don't think I have ever seen it so green for so long and with such an abundance of grass and vegetation. We are truly blessed. Our office is here to help with all interactions with the federal government. If you are having trouble with the IRS or VA, need help obtaining a passport, or have questions regarding other agency action, please don't hesitate to contact our office in Cheyenne at 829-3299 or the Casper office at 261-6595. I hope to see you soon. And for a schedule of our events, please visit hegeman.house.gov. While you are there, please sign up for our weekly newsletter to stay informed about the votes and issues that are important to Wyoming. I'm praying for you and your family, and we look forward to hearing from you. Paid for by official funds authorized by the House of Representatives. The following message is presented by Century 21 BHJ, 101 South Main. Hey Sheridan, AJ Evans here. Please join us for the best New Year's Eve party in town, Roaring 1920s Benefit for the Dog and Cat Shelter. The event will be hosted at the Quintana Ballroom from 7 p.m. to 1 a.m. Buy tickets at the Wyo Theater or call 752-7704. Don't miss out since we have limited capacity. For more detail, go to Facebook, N-Y-E-G-A-L-A. This is Aaron Linden, and I wanted to welcome you to Jackalopes Explore, the new video podcast from Sheridan Media. This is unlike any other podcast. We do a deep dive down the jackalope hole on a myriad of topics. UFOs? Yep. Bigfoot? Oh, yeah. Local, national, and global politics? You betcha. Social issues and conspiracies? Yeah. Join the Jack Pack Weekly at SheridanMedia.com under the podcast tab on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Jackson Electric Open Line Friday, Aaron Palmer, Ron Richter, and we're talking about, well, we were talking about vinyl. Yes, of all the, the warm fuzziness of vinyl. As opposed to 8-track tapes, cassette tapes, and... You know, cassette tapes actually stuff. sounded really good, but the fatal flaw was the more you played them, the worse they worse got. Worse they got. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, CDs are the highest quality audio that, you know, I mean, there's higher quality, but I mean, like, for the public right. to consume, it's to purchase. To yeah, yeah. It, but but it, 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 the CD is is a good sounding 
audio. But yeah, to me, there is no better than nice vinyl. Especially I have I have the old man. I, I got the four foot high pioneer speakers and it's uh-huh. like I've got a twelve inch subwoofer, six inch midwoofers, and then the two tweeters and the two ports to let out some of that air when you yep. get that big twelve inch going. Uh-huh. And I'm telling you, man, you put on Black Sabbath Paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. Mm-hmm. No kidding. I uh I had a cassette. And it was it was a nice system. It was a pioneer mm-hmm. under dash, you know, aftermarket right cassette deck, AM FM cassette, and loved it. Sounded great. You had, you could take the treble and the bass and you know the the fader so you could go right to left and front to back and blah blah blah. And it was a nice unit. It was in my old Torino that I had in high just after high school. <sighs> nice system. Sounded great. One fatal flaw. Every once in a while, it would eat a tape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't I, know why. It would just start, and it, you wouldn't know it until it it already pulled out about three feet of tape. Dude, I, I totally relate. I, I had a a, a Denon tape deck in my old nineteen seventy Monte Carlo, and it was top of the line tape deck. You know, or top of the line tape deck, right? And um, every same thing. Every once in a while, it would just get hungry. Yep. And it didn't matter if it was an old tape that had been stretched a little bit or a brand new one that you just yep. picked up at the music store. Yep. That thing would just chomp. And it, it would literally ruin it. There was, you know, you could put the pencil or pen in there and wind it back up, but it never sounded the same. But it always had same. that crease and it always go... And it always yep. sounded funny. Yep. It always, yep. It's like, well, there went my audio quality on yep. that no kidding. tape. We, my, Chris and I, my wife, we were dating 100 years ago back then. And we were going from Buffalo to Sheridan to do something go to a movie or something. We were listening to music in my Torino going up there and it ate the tape and I was <laughs> hot and I pulled that tape out of there and there was three feet of tape strewn from hell to breakfast. Yeah. Dinner. And I got all that out of there and I rolled down the window and I was just, you know, I was screaming profanities and, blah, blah, blah. and I threw that tape out the window in between Buffalo and Sheridan, that tape was there for years <laughs> alongside the you road. See it. Yep, <laughs> yeah. you'd come along there, and the, all that yeah. tape would be waving in the wind out That's there. That's great, and it was funny, but uh, at the time it wasn't. God, we're way off subject here. Let's get back to Christmas. Um, yeah, the old spending uh, trends. Let me. Oh, we have a call. Okay, uh, caller, you're on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Go ahead. Good morning. Good morning. I am going back to Christmas. Okay, and. One of the things that, you know, Christmas is because of the birth of Christ, and we need to remember that. And all of this commercialism just drives me crazy. Uh, A lot of years, several years, I made Christmas presents because it put me into giving what I felt that other person would like to have. And so... I would like people to, to to just remember why we have this and and the background and just do a whole lot better with with love because that's what Christ was. Love and and kindness and uh, friendship. So thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, I one hundred percent agree. So do that's I. exactly it's, it's, what it's, we're supposed to be doing is remembering that. And that's the whole idea behind gift giving is, you know, when Christ was born, he was given gifts. Mm-hmm. That's what this is supposed to be representing. But people sometimes forget what it's all about. Sometimes. 
So. You're you're being politically correct. You're, you're I'm trying very <laughs> yeah. hard. You're being you know. you're, you're being nice. But in, in this part of, of the world, if you if you go no, around and it's... see the churches at Christmas time, you see that that has not been lost on right. anybody. If you go to <clears throat> excuse me, um, some cities like on the West Coast, I won't get into naming names because it doesn't matter. Pick one. Um, you know they're just not that into the whole reason for no, the Christmas holiday. they're into the commercialized right. version of Christmas, the yep. the Very Western cool. civilization version of Christmas. Well, let me ask you this, because um, with the way that the economy's going, it kind of makes sense that people would, you would think, spend less money on Christmas. Did you spend less this year, whether it be on gifts or food or... Travel That's or whatever. That's a great question. I never even really thought about that. But um, honestly. Because we all know the economy is not the greatest. I, I think it, roughly I would have to say the same. About I don't think it's same. been over the top more, but I don't think it's also been quite a bit where I'm saying, yeah, I, I, I downsized. You know, you know, yeah. I, I think it's been roughly around the same. I didn't do any traveling, so right. I saved a little money there. I didn't go home to see my dad for Christmas this year, but uh, um. I, I would say about the same, but that is a great question. And, you know, I guess we'll find out the data as we move forward to see how the last couple of years here, how the inflation has affected holiday shopping. Right. With us, I think we ended up spending roughly about the same, but it was in different areas. Like my wife and I, the kids are, are all going to be scattered from heck to breakfast. So they're going elsewhere for their Christmas holiday. So we're not going to have anybody except Chris and I and all the dogs and everybody, all the kids as animals that we're taking care of. So, you know, it's going to be just us. So we didn't, and there's really not, you know, we're in our fifties. There's really not a whole lot that we want or need, I know, you know, clothes and stuff like that, which we get throughout the year. So it was just kind of one of those things. Why do we want to buy each other a bunch of trinkets that are just going to sit on the mantle or on the shelf and just collect dust? Cause we're told to. And, we just decided, no, we don't want that. But we're told that you don't love your significant other if you don't buy the gifts. Yeah, right. You know, and then the other thing, oh, we're going to go buy jewelry for my wife. And then, you know, it sits in the jewelry box and she doesn't wear it. Or wears it the day that she gets it, like on Christmas. Oh, this is a beautiful thing. Right. And then it goes in a box and she forgets about it. Same I, thing with me. You know, this is just a kind of to piggyback on what the caller was talking about. A couple of years ago, I remember seeing a commercial during Christmas time, a television and I thought it was in, in very poor taste. It was a car commercial. I don't remember. I'm not going to. I, the brand the, doesn't matter. Point of the story was a woman got a car for Christmas from her husband. And she came out. It was in the driveway. She was happy. And, and you could see the way it was set up. It looked like a kind of a generic car. It wasn't like a Maserati or a Jaguar or you know what I mean. It wasn't the bells and whistles car. It was mm -hmm. just a normal car. And she was happy, blah, blah, blah. And then down the street... Um, the neighbor came by with her new car, which was the extravagant vehicle. A Bentley. And yeah. And she, and she <laughs> literally was like, she let down. Yes. And I just thought that is what is wrong with Christmas. Right. That, that right there, that ad encapsulated where we have went wrong. Yeah. Because it's like, 
you know what? Maybe Joe Schmo could only afford the generic car. At least you got a car, honey. You're driving. You're not walking. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, you know, and then you're jealous and, oh, my goodness, my neighbor down the street had a better Christmas because she got a better ride from her husband. Right. Come on. He loves, he loves his wife yes, more. Yes, I mean, what, where, where, where did we take that turn? Where did we go down that path? Let me tell you a story. <clears throat> when I was a kid, and Christmas is and has been probably my favorite holiday my entire life. And my mom used to go just crazy at Christmas time, you know, with decorations and blah, blah, blah. And, of course, we, there was never, I, I'm not going to say we're dirt poor. We weren't. But, I mean, she, she worked for the school district in Portland. And so, you know, there wasn't a lot of extra money. But I always had gifts. Working class. Right. I always had gifts and never went hungry, you know. So it, we were fine. And I was okay with that. I didn't need all of this other stuff that yeah. all the rest of these, you know, better off kids got. I didn't really care. I just enjoyed the whole thing of sitting around drinking eggnog with my mom, listening to Christmas music, looking at the decorations, traditions, all the lights, yeah. exactly. And then that was that was the big thing. Um, there was one year that she was really struggling, and this was back in the seventies, and you know, you lived through it too, where. It was the economy was not great, right? And so everybody was kind of struggling. Gas prices were astronomical. I was a kid, but I remember my family was in the same boat. Yeah, late seventies. Most people were early eighties. So that's that was the backdrop to this. So she was really depressed because she didn't think she was going to be able to afford a lot of Christmas gifts and and a lot of stuff, stuff, you know, food and whatever else. And she had a friend that lived next door to us, and so she went over to have coffee and drink eggnog, whatever. But just to go over and visit. And this is a couple of days, week or so before Christmas. And she was just depressed. And so I went into the closet and pulled out all the Christmas decorations. And we had an old fake tree. We usually got a, a real one. But we had an old fake tree as a backup. And I got all that stuff out. The little little angel candles that, you know, spin around and mm-hmm. go ding, ding, ding. All that stuff. Put it all up there. Had the whole house decorated. And when she got back later that night, she walked into like the Christmas, you know, Christmas movie in the in the house we were in there, and she started crying. Mm. And she asked me why I did it, and I said because it's Christmas, right? Period. You that's, know, that's a great story. And so we sat down and drank eggnog and and watched I don't know Little Drummer Boy or Rudolph or whatever was on. And to me, that was my favorite Christmas. And we didn't. I didn't get a lot of stuff. Right. I didn't. I didn't. Wasn't able to get mom stuff, but. She did get a few gifts, and we had family members that came over and brought, you know, food and whatever on Christmas Day. And so we didn't go without. You know, people just kind of pulled together and did what they had to do for everyone. Mm-hmm. And that was my favorite Christmas growing up. That's cool. And it had nothing to do with commercialism other than yep. just the decorating. And the amount of else. gifts, the size of the gifts. Right. So, yeah. We've it's... got another caller. Caller, you're on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Go ahead. Good morning. Good morning. I wanted to uh, say congratulations to the dear lady who called in just before me. Uh-huh. I think she was right on the money with her oh, yeah. observations that this should be about Christ. This should be about Christ, not about who can outdo whom about gift giving. And Agreed. one of the things that I wanted to mention, by the way, Monday... I was down in Casper, and I noticed that you could get unleaded regular in Casper 
as low as 225.9 cents a gallon. So why are we still being raked over the coals here in Sheridan that we have to pay more? It's the same gas. It's the same tax throughout the state. Federal, state, and local taxes is is identical throughout the state of Wyoming. And yet we're having to pay about 79 cents a gallon more than the people of Casper or the people of Gillette. Why are we being taken advantage of? And why is it that they seem to have uniform price fixing throughout the city that uh, no matter what brand of gas you buy, it's going to be the same as the guy two or three blocks away? And why is it that they don't give the people of Sheridan a break? When the prices go up on the trading floor, look for the prices to go up at the pump locally within two days. But when the prices fall on the trading floor, it takes forever for them to fall in Sheridan. And I want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and a holy, healthy, and happy New Year. And it would be nice if some of the gas station owners got into the Christmas spirit and gave the working men and women of Sheridan a break because we need one. All right, Caller. Okay. Merry Christmas to you as yeah. well, and have a uh, happy and prosperous and New Year. Adventurous New Year. Okay. We're going to take another break, and we're going to come back. We ran out of time. We're going to come back and kind of wrap things up right after this break. to the most complex electrical applications. Jackson Electric has the knowledge, the experience, and the reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or requirement. Jackson Electric's expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems. Residential, commercial, industrial, agriculture. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, Jackson Electric does it all at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. The Sheridan Wrestling Club is seeking gold, silver, and bronze sponsors for the 2024 wrestling season. Sponsorship helps keep costs low as possible for kids to participate by funding facility rentals, mat replacements, t-shirts for all participants, and scholarships for those unable to afford membership. Gold sponsorship is $500, silver is $200, and bronze is $100. A team t-shirt's given for every $100 donated. They encourage any person or organization interested in sponsoring Sheridan Wrestling Club to find Sheridan Wrestling Club on Facebook. Email them at SheridanWrestlingClub at gmail.com or by calling 406-390-2768 for more information. Sheridan Wrestling Club is a registered 501c3 nonprofit organization. A reminder to all boys and girls interested in wrestling, registrations now open at SheridanWrestlingClub.weebly.com. It's the final week of Moss Holders Design Center's Snowflake Sale. Here's how it works. Stop by Moss Holders between now and December 23rd, choose the items you want to buy, and then you'll get to draw for a discount. 
Every purchase will get at least a 10% savings, but many customers will receive even larger discounts. One lucky customer will draw our 50% off Snowflake, receiving half off their entire purchase. There's just a few days left to save store-wide at Moss Holders Snowflake Sale. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. This holiday season, give the gift that keeps on giving with Sunlight Federal Credit Union. Imagine a 25-month certificate of deposit at a dazzling 5.13% annual percentage yield. With a solid 5% annual percentage rate, starting with just a $500 deposit, you can secure your financial future without breaking the bank. No new money required. Give the gift of savings this holiday season. Member NCUA, Sunlight Federal Credit Union, building a brighter future together. The grand reopening of Legacy Diamond and Gems with their total store remodel is complete and better than ever. With Christmas just around the corner, stop into their exquisitely remodeled store and see the latest jewelry designs. Legacy Diamond and Gems, where quality jewelry at an affordable price is always in style. Their staff of jewelry professionals are always ready to assist you in finding that perfect gift of fine jewelry that says, I love you. Legacy Diamond and Gems, 11 North Main Street, downtown Sheridan. Jackson Electric Open Line Friday, Aaron Palmer, Ron Richter. Boy, we're wrapping things up. We really, really ran out of time. There you was know, a we bunch did, this of This happened last week. It's just Christmas thing. Yeah, exactly. Well, we're talking about yeah, vinyl. You can talk about, I mean. Yep. Um, but but I, thanks, I, callers, for calling in and giving your uh, two cents on everything. That yes. Good. Let's talk about Christmas traditions real quick before we wrap things up. Foods. We were talking about that last week. Um, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Um, my family does chili and oyster stew on Christmas Eve. You have no idea the <laughs> amount of cringe that my wife displayed <laughs> when I told her was, about was oyster James was talking stew. about, oh, my God, oyster stew. Yeah, and our family, or my wife's family, did this thing called a do-funny. We talked about that, right. which is essentially a cinnamon roll on uh, Christmas morning. Do-funny. That's do, what it's, okay. Do-funny. D-O-O-funny. Do-funny. <laughs> um, and then you said, um, we talked about ornaments, and I said that our traditionals, we yep. buy one every year. Yep. And um, continued out with the kids. Opening gifts on Christmas Day, your family does Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. And then music. Let's talk about that. What is your, what is something that you have to hear on Christmas for it to be Christmas? Frank Sinatra's Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Really? Yes. Do you know who the Raycon of singers are? No. Check them out. They have the best version of the Little Drummer Boy ever. Mm, I think I know exactly. But they they were real popular in the 60s. And to me, and I had to go out and find a CD. And that's your song you got to hear? Well, it's that whole album, The Raycon of Singers, That's Just Christmas. I have to hear that or it's not right. Um, (laughs) Mine's the Christmas song by Nat King Cole. There you go. That's a great song. Yeah. There's a lot of Christmas. Um, Music, Elvis even. Yes. Um, Perry Como. uh, I, I love even all, Dean Martin, which I'm not a big fan of, but he had some good Christmas songs. I, I, mean, I like Christmas songs. I have songs a uh, Rat Pack CD. Yeah. It's great. I just love. It. I love Frank Sinatra. Judy Garland, of course, though. Have yourself a merry little Christmas is probably the best version of that song. Bing Crosby's Rudolph. Yes, indeed, has to be down on there as well. Huh. White it, Christmas. Yeah, Bing Crosby is yeah. great, and, and I, I love the uh, Peanuts album. I love the Peanuts theme. Yeah, I love it. I, I really do. It's just it's wonderful music. Um, let's talk about the Christmas shows. What's your favorite one? 
Mm, you know, boy, Frosty, that's Rudolph, a, whatever. That's a tough one. Or right? you just like them all. Yeah, I like so many of them. That That is a real tough one. You put me I on like the spot. I like them all. I do, too. I like Frosty. I like Rudolph. But my favorite is the Little Drummer Boy. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been able to see it for quite a few years, and I haven't been able to find it on video. I have it on, on DVD. Do you really? Yeah, I do. The, the one that's yeah, like claymation? claymation. Or, yeah. yeah. What's one. his name? Here's a trivia question. I don't know. The little drummer boy. <laughs> Aaron. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I had no idea. Yeah. Wow. And that no, that's not who I was named after, but my mom, when I was growing up, Right. Was she thought it was funny because I was Aaron, and then all of a sudden I gravitated toward the drums when I was playing music and still play but she thought that was funny but no i wasn't named christmas vacation is one of my favorite christmas movies and christmas story yes of course everyone likes a christmas story all right well that's it uh merry christmas everybody uh we will be back next week we'll kind of talk about new year's and go from there merry christmas ron yeah merry christmas aaron happy festivus and arriva dirce there you go call jackson electric and you'll see the light Maybe it's as simple as adding an extra outlet. Maybe it's as detailed as wiring an industrial building. Maybe it's high efficiency LED lighting or a fire alarm system or phone system installation and repair. Maybe it's data system wiring, irrigation wiring or electric motor sales and repair. Commercial, residential, industrial, agriculture, above ground, below ground. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Perhaps with you as with us, it's the Mary voices and the smiling faces of children that make Christmas such a warm and pleasant time. Jim and Brenda Haskett and the staff at Truebill Builders would like to send a joyous greeting to everyone. One of the real joys of Yuletide is the opportunity to put aside the routine and wish customers, friends, and neighbors a Merry Christmas. Thank you for another outstanding year from Jim and Brenda Haskett at Truebill Builders. Online at TruebillBuilders.com. So I offered my neighbor 10 bucks and she'd let me ride her stair lift. Guess what? She took me up on it. Well, the same goes for you and that broke down 4 before side by side that you're never going to fix or ride again. You know the one, and it's just one less thing you have to weed eat around. Handles will come out and take a look at it, make you an offer. Then, if you take them up on it, Handles will come out and get that old girl out of your hair. Handles Service Center on Sheridan's Heartland Driver on the web at handleservicecenter.com. Are you in the market for a charming slice of Wyoming heaven? Let's talk about 6 Choke Cherry Lane in Story, Wyoming. This amazing property features a quaint three-bedroom home. The property is adorned with mature trees, creating a tranquil sanctuary right in your own backyard. So if you're in the market for a unique home, you need to check out 6 Choke Cherry Lane in Story. It's a perfect blend of comfort and rustic charm that Story, Wyoming is known for. Call Cade Kinghorn at Buffalo Realty, connecting people with property. Hi, this is Brad with Prime Rate Motors, where we are interested in paying cash for your vehicle, camper, or trailers. With the overwhelming demand right now, Prime Rate Motors wants to not only work with you to get you a fair price for your vehicle, we want to restock our lot with some local-owned units. Payments too high, we also do down trades. Stop out to Prime Rate Motors and let us evaluate your vehicle, discuss what works for you, and then make the deal happen. Prime Rate Motors and Super Trailer Store. See us online at primeratemotors.com. Fox Sports Radio is back in Sheridan every day, all day long, starting January 1st. Tune into the best sports lineup in the nation every single day on Sheridan Media's 106.3 FM. The best sporting lineup in the nation all day. 
every day, 24-7. Sheridan Media's 106.3 FM and online at SheridanMedia.com.